Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. We are so glad that you are with us today. Thank you for joining in and dropping by. Well, we're in Matthew chapter 8, and uh, we're looking at Jesus's ministry. Uh, The Gospels tell us about Jesus's story. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John are narratives of Jesus's life. So we're looking at Jesus today in Matthew chapter 8, and he's beginning his healing ministry. And so we pick up in verse 14, listen to what happens. Now, when Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever. Now, let's stop right there for a minute. I want you to notice where Jesus was. He wasn't on the street corner saying, bring her to me. He wasn't held up in the synagogue or at the temple saying, y'all come see me. He was actually out with the people. This is significant. It's interesting that today, and, and certainly this isn't everywhere, but there are guys in ministry that just think, hey, I'm going to sit at the church. I'm going to study. I'm going to do my thing. And if people want to see me, they'll just drop by. But that wasn't the model of Jesus. Now, that might be their model, and who knows? It might be working well for them. But I just want to say this to you. Would you rather have somebody do that or somebody that met you at a restaurant or came to your home or went to a hospital or went to a nursing home? Now, in larger ministries, that's hard to happen for the senior pastor. Let's be fair. right? They just can't do it. It's just physically impossible. But Don't you think there needs to be like representatives of the church that do that? I I really think so. Like a pastor on call that does it or elders or deacons or however you're structured. But there needs to be someone who's out with the people. You just need to see here, Jesus was out with the people. If anyone could have done it anyway and been right in doing it, well, it was Jesus, of course, right? Son of God, Savior of the world. He could have done it like he wanted to, but he touched people and he went where the people were hurting. It's just an interesting observation. So, so then he goes on in verse 15, and the Bible says this. Now, then he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she rose and began to serve him. Now, the first part of that is pretty miraculous. Whatever this fever was, we don't know what it was, but he touched her, and immediately it went away. But I want to point you to, if I can, her reaction. She, she got up, and she began to serve. She began to make an impact. Jesus made an impact in her Now she's going to make an impact on others. Wow, isn't that how it's supposed to work? So let me just ask you this. Um, If you're a believer, if, if you know Christ, he's made an impact in your life. He has changed you profoundly. You, you couldn't see the gospel, but now you do. You didn't understand the gospel, but now it's resident inside of you through the person of the Holy Spirit. Jesus has made an impact in your life. So what have you done? (laughs) I mean, I don't mean to be rude here, but, but what have you done? Have you taken what Jesus has done in your life, moved out beyond your comfort zone, and began to make an impact in the life of those around you? This woman was immediately healed, and the first thing she did was begin to make an impact. See, when impact is made, impact is expected. So if you've not found your area of ministry, your area of service, how you're going to serve and advance the kingdom, man, I want to encourage you to do that. Because this lady right here, Peter's mother-in-law, demonstrates it perfectly. That once an impact is made, an impact needs to be made. And it needs to be made through you. Now, let's go on. In verse 16, the Bible says, Now that evening they brought to him many who were pressed by demons, and he cast out spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. A couple of things. It's possible with all the information that's available to us today, and, and that's not a bad thing by any means, but with all the information that's out there, there are people who believe that there isn't a devil, there aren't demons, and every type of, of sickness, every type of, uh, 
a situation where the Bible would say there was a demon involved. It's really just some form of mental illness or sickness. Now, that's the argument. Now, I could believe that, except the Bible makes a distinction between demons and sickness. Look right here. It says, now, those who were oppressed by demons, he cast them out with a word. And he also healed those who were sick. There's a clear distinction made in the gospel between those who were demonically oppressed or possessed and those who simply had a physical illness. And Jesus managed both of them. So what do we take away from this? A couple of things. One, there are demons. They are real. And they can make an impact in your life to the negative. They absolutely can. And there are obviously, as we know, I mean, common sense, a bunch of physical disorders that can hurt you or kill you. Of course, we get that, right? Jesus, listen, second thing, Jesus is Lord over all. <laughs> Jesus is Lord over the devils and the demons and over the sickness and the illness. Jesus is simply Lord over all. And so when you come to know Christ, you're coming to know the person who is Lord, God, and King over the devils and over sickness. Now look at verse 17. Now this was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He talking about the Savior who was to come. Again, this is one of those examples of prophecies that Jesus fulfilled, right? 1,500 years prior to Jesus' birth, Isaiah wrote this and spoke this, and then Jesus fulfilled it um, at this time. He says, this was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He, talking about Jesus, took our illness and bore our diseases. You have a God who cares about you and who can do what he chooses to do in your life. You got a problem with the devil? Jesus is bigger. Got a problem with sickness? Jesus can heal. Run to him today. Run to him now and see what he does in your life. He'll make an impact so you can make an impact and you got it. So you will have unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, I pray right now that everyone who hears this will run to you for help, for protection from the enemy of our soul, and for healing from the diseases that seek to destroy us. And Father, as you make an impact in our life, may we be faithful to make an impact in others. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.